Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right, there is Kant here. Uh, sorry the podcast is a bit late this month, but I'm about to explain why. Um, in an unlikely sequence of events, my band, The Cunts, have uh, got our song, Boris Johnson is still a fucking cunt, to number five in the midweek chart. Now, realistically, there's probably not going to be another chance in our lifetimes to get a song like this to Christmas number one. So, uh, if you enjoy the podcast and you've ever thought, I'd like to buy them cunts a pint, this is how you can do it. Go to borisjohnson.info. There's 11 versions of the song there, and they're available for 59p each. We've had to do 11 versions because we're up against Lab Baby and the relentless fucking BBC coverage that they get. Um, so there's 11 versions, 59p each, and also there's links to all the streaming now. If you stream as well, um, 24-7, that really helps bump the sales up, but downloading's the most effective way. So go to borisjohnson.info and get involved. Thanks very much for listening. Enjoy the podcast. Merry fucking Christmas. Yeah, I'm alright, you alright? Yeah, I'm alright. It's Christmas. It's Christmas! <laughs> that one high enough. It's Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> That's more like it. <laughs> that was the full knobby. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. What's happening Christmas time with the cunts? Tell us all about it before we do anything else. Well, on the 17th of December... I'm re- releasing this year's Christmas song, um, Boris Johnson is Still a Fucking Cunt. Um, and it'll be uh, available to download off, you know, all the usual fucking platforms and to stream on Spotify. So if you could make sure you go to borisjohnson.info and uh, all, the, all the links will be up there. Because obviously last year, everyone streamed it and, uh, and, and bought the downloads and it got to number five in the chart. So I'm just hoping we can push on this year and get rid of the big fucking dishevelled, useless, lying cunt. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll put the um, the address in the show notes uh, on the bio uh, on this podcast. So yeah. just click that link and then go and uh, 
Yeah, so it'll just you. say borisjohnson.info. So you just click that where it says borisjohnson.info and that'll take you straight to borisjohnson.info. Did I have to shout foreskin or AIDS or anything like that? No. Oh, there you go. There you go. Do we have to do our, our, our little read for the um, Ooh. For our, our sponsor first? Yeah, yeah. Mm. You can save yourself some money. I'm, I'm on a little WhatsApp group with um, the three different tattoo studios um, that, that are Urban Inc., yeah, uh, Romford, Brentwood, and South End. Uh, and can you join me to it? Um, no, because it's not really about the podcast. Oh. Um, they don't really need you in there, Effin and Jeffin, um, and Aids in. Uh, I can't believe you've just thrown <laughs> that in there already. Right. So I got a message on the WhatsApp group that was sent from um, me mate Billy, uh, who owns the, the uh, Urban Inc. <laughs> And he went, just to let everybody know, um, if anybody phones up the shop and shouts the word foreskin down the <laughs> phone, <laughs> they save themselves some money. <laughs> so, if you're a fan of tattoos, uh, go check out um, Urban or, Ink. if you're having your first one. Yeah, even better. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, you, you're a fan of ink, aren't you? I, I like to get inked. Hmm. I haven't been inked since before lockdown. Right. There you go. In a lot of ways, I wish I'd gone to Urban Inc. instead of getting Nick to do it. Look at that fucking C-3PO's eyes. He's gone all like, he's all sort of boss-eyed. And I've got that fucking smudged ant on me hand. So thanks, Nick. <laughs> I might go to Urban Inc. and see if he can fucking repair some of the mistakes Nick's made on me when he was pissed. <laughs> so, what you do is, uh, if you want your first tattoo or... If you're thinking uh, about getting uh, uh, some more tattoos, go to www.urbaninktattoos.co.uk. And if you go on there, then there's everything you need to know. Follow them on Instagram and follow them on Facebook because there's there's loads of of stuff that goes up daily on there. You can get a really good look at all the work of all the artists from all the different studios. And... They're big fans of the podcast. They've been really, really cool. They've sponsored the podcast. So we're we're massively grateful. Um, and basically, I asked Cunt last week, uh, last episode even, to come up with a word, a discount code word that would save yourself a stack of money. And what did you come up with? AIDS. No, you didn't. What did you come up with? <laughs> Foreskin. Yeah, you, you, tried number AIDS. Four. you tried AIDS about eight times on different takes, and I went, you, you, no. Just kept turning the recorder off like a big baby. <laughs> so what have you settled on? Foreskin. That's the number four, S-K-I-N, foreskin. So if you call them up or email them, quote foreskin, and they'll give you 20% off, right? Perfect. Perfect. www.urbaninktattoos.co.uk Bloody lovely sponsors of this podcast. Thank you, Urban Inc. What are they like on portraits? I mean, I um, saw one that they done of Al Pacino in Scarface. Is that the one that looked like Mr. Bean? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you trying to make everything? I'm, I'm trying to big them up and you're literally working against it. No, nah, they're good. Everyone fucking knows that. It's just bent, isn't it? Unbelievable. Foreskin. Oh dear! This has to be the worst advert for a sponsor ever. It's good though. It's negative reinforcement. Is that uh, a thing? I don't know. I don't know. If it is, I'm on board. Yeah, it's a market employee. Right. What are we going to start with this week? 
We usually start with films, don't we? Honestly, I'm not lying. I'm really not lying. No, I don't remember. I, I did. Um, I, 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 had a, I had a sneaky appearance on Pip's Distraction Pieces uh, podcast the other day, and he was saying that you generally can't remember most of the time. So I just wanted to no, I just wanted to say that you're not putting this on for the people listening. I'm actually that stupid. No, it's not stupid, is it? You just like you do so many podcasts, and like because you do a lot of stuff, I find in life there's people that do good stuff. And there's people that do a lot of stuff, and you're one of these people that do does a lot of stuff, and so so you can never remember. That's fine. I'm here. It's all right. It's films. Oh. I've got your back. I've got your hairy back. Right. Did you speak about that as well, did you? Yeah. <laughs> he insisted on it. Oh. Although you want to see his hands, fucking oh, hell, mate. Wolfman. Wolfman. Um, weren't a lot of films out. I think, was this before the big kind of Christmas movie thing? Was that like kind of late 80s, early 90s, the big booming like Christmas films? Yeah, it, yeah, but I mean, was it sort of, what, what, it would have been sort of mid, mid 80s, wouldn't it? Like your National Lampoon's Vacation and your Santa Claus the movie and. Home Alone would have been late 80s, early 90s. And then Elf was all night. Harold was talking when he became attractive to Michael Jackson. That sort of ages it. So the films that come out um, in December 1981, uh, there's only really like two that that I guess kind of made their mark. Um, on Golden Pond. Yeah, never heard of it. And it just looked like it's boring and just full of loads of boring people. And it? Henry Fonda. Henry Fonda, I believe. I, I, I've, I've seen it. Have you? Yeah, I remember seeing it when I was young. It looks like a kind of film like a bird would make you watch. Yeah. Like what? a bloke wouldn't watch that. No, but you would if you thought at the end of it there might be hand relief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, a few crocodile tears. Pop it on. That was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it was a lovely film, that. Let me comfort you. Um. So I, I want to talk about ponds. Do, do you? Did you have a pond in the 80s? Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, not me personally, me old man. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see ponds really anymore, do you? I don't know. I don't hang around people's back gardens. Well, no, nor do I. I don't want to... I don't what want are you doing? Like, keep jumping no. over people's fences, having to look for ponds. <laughs> Fucking Simon Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just grabbing some random knickers off a washing line. Um, no, I, I, I like... Um, yeah, I, I don't... I don't see that kind of like pond things. Like everyone had a pond in the eighties. No, do you know why people don't have ponds anymore? The same reason everyone's got fucking fake grass is because no one could be fucking asked because they got Netflix. Fair enough. It's like no, yeah, you know, no one bothers bothers with their gardens anymore, do they? They're just a massive fucking inconvenience. Concrete them over, like concrete them over, and stick fake grass down. Stick on Netflix. All right. Flush all the fish down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> stick on Netflix. See, I, I loved the pond. I was obsessed with ponds in the eighties. Did you have a pond? I made one. My mum and dad wouldn't buy me one, right? And like, I bet it was shit. It was really shit. I dug <laughs> a hole and I made it out of bin bags and I put like rocks around it and I had two little like plastic garden gnomes that were about an inch high that cost me fifty p each out of the garden centre. And I was really excited about it. So I was, I, I want to talk about pond dipping as well because I was really obsessed with pond dipping. Yeah. Like, I don't think that was something me and you ever done together. No. And, like, and I used to go, like, down to the manor 
and I, I, I'd go like pond dipping there. And then there was like loads of different sort of places because there was two manors. There was the one on Farrett Park and then there was the manor down by like Thameside, like manor, uh, Thameside School. It was yeah. like a manor there. Yeah. And like, and I used to love like taking a bucket and like and a net. And I was like, I had a couple of books on it and I was right obsessed with like water boatmen, the lesser water boatmen, you know, the sticklebacks, the minnows, you know, your tadpoles yeah. and like your pond skaters. And I used to like get really excited. A water scorpion, if you found one of them. Oh, Water like, scorpion. I, I know most of the other things you mentioned. What's yeah. a water scorpion? It was like a little kind of like a bit like a water boatman, but it was more sort of scorpion like. Yeah. So was it? Is it a floating creature or one that walks on the bottom? Floating. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So would, would sort of yeah, sort of on the surface. Yeah. Uh, and and again, like I weren't alone there. You know, there was there was there was all people that would go out and you'd get your net and you'd go and see what you could get. I remember. I don't even know where I used to put it, like because I, my pond only lasted about three weeks. Did all the water just piss? Sling it in a bush bags. on the way home. <laughs> 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 I remember going to this. It was called the pipe, <laughs> and that weren't a fella. <laughs> and like, I used to go to this, this place, like in Grays, and that's what they call Wilbert Greaves. <laughs> We'd go down there, and it'd like it's sucking water from like the Thames, and it'd go through some sort of weird kind of like thing that was built in the middle of the Thames, and then it'd spit all this stuff out, like at this like massive pipe, Job back in that, back into it, and we'd go there with like a little net, yeah, and we'd catch loads of like I don't know whatever fish they were, and we'd take them to the Chinese takeaway at the Broadway and flog it, and just get like a fiver for like a, a bag of like. Whatever random fish it was. What seriously? Yeah, hundred percent. Like we done it for like about. I think in the end we become a nuisance because we're like, <laughs> I think we got like a fiver for like a sack of. Yeah, fish. if anyone gives you any money for anything when you're a kid, you just fucking go into overkill. And so we you? was like, yeah, banging on the door like every day. So, so what is there? Was there all people admitted to hospital for eating all these like fish that had just been swimming around with people's turds? <laughs> Well, I imagine that was probably part and parcel of it, but I guess it was just fish from the Thames, and I can't imagine Thames trouts. Yeah, like well, no, it would have been like fucking. It was sea. Yeah, it was. It was obviously saltwater fish, but yeah, and I, I remember like I had this like this sort of. I remember there was this one left, and it was still in the bag, and I felt really bad, and so I put it in this little jar and I took it home, and I would have been about sort of thirteen, fourteen, and I sort of put it in the in the sink. And like my mum sort of filled up water and put a little bit of salt in the water, and then like, I just remember like looking in the sink while this little fish was sort of like limply sort of swimming around whilst me and my mum were crying. I was never a bloke, was I? <laughs> Other blokes, like, I remember like uh, Leddy, like when we worked at the like who, who you used to work with when we used to go fishing. I remember he just he just pulled this fish out and he was like, "Yeah, we watch this," and he just got on his bike and he done a wheel spin on this fish. And he thought it was really funny. And I remember just thinking, he just killed a fish. It's death for no reason. Death for no reason is murder. 
Unbelievable. I, th- I uh, uh, fish fish related. Going a little bit off topic of ponds, but fish related. Uh, my sister's mate had a flat in Greys, you know Claire. Yeah. And uh, she moved in with her fella, and just left her flat. And uh, so me and Lil went to help clear her flat out, and it was just full. You know, like the fridge had just been left with uh, with grub and stuff. Uh, you know, like half you know previously made tuna tuna fucking pasta, and she just left it. And like we're off, I suppose the electricity had fucking gone, and we went in there, and it was all just fucking growing spores, and like the place was fucking like in a right old two and eight. But we helped to clear it all out. But um, she'd left her fish tank in there. And she had like, you know, five or six fish in there. And when we went, there was one fish, Charlie, and he was the only one left. And so um, me and Lil took Charlie. I felt sorry for him because he was there on his own. I wish we had the Simon Bates music now. But no, it should be the Jaws music because there was no sign of any of the other fish. Oh, he was a cunt. Well, I mean... That's the that's the conclusion we jumped to was that he'd just fucking gone bare grills like survival of the fittest alive yeah alive so uh, we've we've took him took him out and and at the time I was I was living with Lil and uh, Lil had five like ornate goldfish you know with all the kind of like like ornate fins and stuff and they was all named that yeah well they're like no they're not angelfish they're like they're not. They're not something of fucking finding Nemo. They're like goldfish. They're gold, um, like orange ones and black ones with all the ornate fucking fins and Fan what have you. I don't know what they're fucking called. Like, since when have you become an expert on fucking fish? <laughs> Load of shit. <laughs> fucking water scorpions and fantails. Fuck's sake, honestly. Making out you run an aquarium. <laughs> so, uh, so she's she's popped Charlie in. And these these five these five all eight fucking goldfish were named after the Gypsy Kings. I don't know fucking Chico, Pedro, and what whatever. Racist. And um, <laughs> is that racist? <laughs> is that racist? No, you can't be racist against Europeans. All right. So, because um, I'm Europe, I, mean, I still consider myself a European. Okay. Uh, sorry to anyone that, that voted for Brexit, but I do still consider myself a European. Absolutely. I'm in my outlook. You know, small-minded. Exactly. Well travelled. Yeah, I went to France, didn't I, for a fortnight? So, fuck off. I always have to keep... I'm not fucking kidding, right? We've just recorded off the beaten track and he brought up my fucking travelling. to His audience of people who have no fucking idea of the backstory that, but he just had to fucking mention it because he's a cunt. Now, now the audience of off the beaten track know you're a cunt as well. They all thought you were all right. You watch that Patreon fucking dwindle. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah go on. So, uh, so we brought Charlie back and popped him in with the rest of the rest of the goldfish, and uh, one morning, and that one of them's fucking floating upside down with all his fucking fins nibbled, and uh, Charlie's just looking all innocent, and we realise like he's 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 gone cannibal. He's a cannibal fish, right. and so we've <laughs> like I, I couldn't see whether he had little teeth because he was too small, but we've we've took him out. And I put him in a metal saucepan for corrective therapy, and he just lived in this metal saucepan next to the glass fish tank for um like I don't know like fucking three weeks or something. Cool. And then, well, no, because when we got him out and put him back in with the other fish, he was all right. He mingled with it. We was feeding him and that, but we got him out and put him back in with the other fish, and he mingled without eating them and, and lived out the rest of his days there with the other fish. Nice one, do little. Um, <laughs> right, so. 
the other film uh, that that come out, uh, Mad Max Two. I've, I haven't seen it. Have you seen Mad Max Two? Nah. Have you seen any of the Mad Maxes? Nah. I ain't seen any of the Mad Maxes. Why haven't we seen the Mad? Because I, I read the write up to it, and it's like a dystopian fucking world where you know yeah. where there's people marauding around, and like it sounds, it sounds brilliant sounds like from Grace. the write up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, is that why you don't want to watch it? Because we're living it. <laughs> well, I, I always remember thinking I really wanted to watch Mad Max. Because it was like everyone spoke about Mad Max. Yeah, like Mad Max. Cubes had yeah. seen Mad Max. Yeah. And like, and I was like, oh, I really want to see that. And like, and I think, I don't know, maybe it was just too young, I suppose. It would have been, a, I imagine, a 15 or an 18. Well, listen, or... don't watch it. And what we'll do is, when we finish this podcast at the end of the decade, the new podcast will be us watching the Mad Max films. All right. All right. Okay. It'd be called Mad Facts. And we'll just give facts out about the Mad Max films while watching Mad Max. Was there... Because... I don't know if Max was mad, but I like the fact that back in the day, people that were like a lunatic, like people that like were a bit tasty... Yeah. Mad something. Like Mad Frankie Fraser. Or Mad Frank. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you know, where, where you know someone that was called mad, like yeah. you, you didn't ever mess with them because no, it meant odd. Yeah, it, because their um, name, yeah, unpredictable. Yeah, Francis Begbie. That's exactly yeah. that kind of thing. It was just like oh, mad, blo- you know, mad, you know, you know, mad Dave, and it's like what? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's mad, and it's like oh, I ain't messing with mad Dave. Yeah, I don't want to like, speak to him in case he goes what funny like a clown. Yeah. Funny ha ha. No, I don't, I don't want to get sucked yeah. in. Like, and yeah, um, I don't think. Do you get Mad Men anymore? I just don't hang around the places that mad people would hang around anymore. I've not heard anyone in... referred to as mad anymore. I don't think mad works with like modern names. I don't think if someone said, "Oh, like, uh, I don't know," uh, what, what do we think of a, 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 a modern name? Uh, oh, do you know Mad Connor? What? Crazy Connor. Yeah, but it's not like... Oh, what, you know Mad Ray? Oh, fucking hell, yeah, I know Mad yeah, Ray. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, really? What about Mad Ricky? Nah, nah. Mm. Nah. What do you... I see Mad Martin the other night. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus, off his fucking head. Has it got to be an M, though? Not Mad know. Max. Mad Allen. Mad, yeah, no, you wouldn't fuck Mad Allen, would no, you? No, no chance. No chance. What's the maddest name? Mad Frank's fucking mad, isn't it? Mad, yeah, Mad Frank, definitely. Yeah. Mad Frank, Mad Frankie Fraser, that's two. Yeah. That's two you wouldn't fuck with. Yeah. Anyone who has a thing before their name, because Mad Frank was also Israeli Frank, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, anything like that. Yeah, yeah. But what about Big? What, what would you say is like... The, the name that's most synonymous with Big. Big Vern. <laughs> Big Vern. Big Vern. But but what what would what would be the, the, the who have you met the most of? Like it for me it would be Big Pete. Yeah, Big Pete. Big Steve. Yeah. And Big Dave. Yeah. Is it Dave? Yeah. Is Dave the most common no, name to I have the know. prefix big? Big Steve. Big Steve. You know Big Steve. You know Big Paul. 
Paul, Paul, who we spoke about on the last uh, episode about um, Paul Stevenson's birthday party. Yeah. Like, uh, my mates referred to, uh, who was, there was Little Paul. Which Paul was that? But it's Big Paul, Little Paul. And he's Big Paul. What, Paul Stevenson's yeah. Big Paul? Yeah. Because there was another Paul in Felt, Paul Stevens, yeah. wasn't there? Was that Little Paul? Yeah, that's Little Paul. All oh, right. Yeah, Big Paul, Little Paul. Because right. normally, like, I, I played football with a couple of blokes called John, who were father and son, and they were Big John and Little John. Oh, I love shit like that. Don't get that anymore. But I've Big not... John was littler than Little John. Yeah, but that, of course, standard, yeah. isn't it? Like, um, there was another film called Return of the Ewok. Do you know anything is this about on this? Movie, is this on movie phone? Yeah. N- uh, right. I have heard of it, but I can't remember any details about it. I went on YouTube and watched uh, it. What, all of it? Uh, no, about two and a half minutes of it. So what is it then? It's basically Warwick Davis as um, Wicket. Yeah. Like wandering around with Harrison Ford, knocking on all the different cast doors, and like Hamill opens the door, and he's like, oh, yeah, this fella's looking for whatever. And like, and Wicket's just kind of chatting in his Warwick Davis voice. So is he... In full kit, with yeah, it. they're all they're yeah. all, and then like basically, Hamill opens the door of Skywalker, like just but well, they're filming Jedi by the looks of things. So, Knock, so, knocks on Leia's door, Leia opens it in the bikini, and like, and he's, he's chatting to Wicket. Sounds amazing, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what is it like one of them holiday kind of special sort of skits or like that? What was it because the other one, isn't there, that's like really bad? Like, the, that, that, was the, that was the holiday special, wasn't it? I've, I've never seen that, oh, but there's loads of Chewbacca's, it's really fucking weird. But that was meant to be Return of the Jedi. It was meant to be Wookiees, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but I think the costumes worked out too fucking dear, so they they done Ewoks instead. Coming off and made Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to ask you about um, cuddly toys. Uh, speaking of Ewoks, did you have a cuddly toy as a kid? Yeah, but we can't talk about it anymore. Was it on a jam jar? Yeah. Leave that alone. Um, did you go to the fair as a kid? Mm, yeah, of course, yeah. With your mum and dad or, or, or and on your own? Did we ever go to the fair together? Yeah, we went to the fair, yeah. But, um, yeah, went with my mum and dad and then and then I think you got to the age where you might have gone once with your mum and dad and then gone with your mates. Yeah. And then you just went with your mates the year after that. Because it was like, I always remember feeling like, me dad was the fella that would win a coconut. Like, I was never going to be that much of a bloke that I could fucking throw like a wooden ball and win a coconut. That was like proper dad territory, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, and I remember, did you go the year? And I remember, like, my parents gave me, like, I don't know, like two quid to go to the fair. Yeah. And, like, and I remember, like, being right excited and going on, like, the Arts and Diamonds for the first ride as soon as I got there. And then when it tipped out, all the money fell out of my pockets. <laughs> and I went, when I got off, I just went, oh, can I go and get me money? And they went, like, obviously just gave me a load of fucking, like, verse. And I went, please? And he was like, nah. And, like, I remember just going home. And I don't know if I was with you, but I remember just saying, oh, I'm going home, I ain't got any money. I remember just sort of getting through the front door, and my mum and dad were like, oh, you're early. And I was like, mm. I'm <laughs> getting all upset. And, my money fell out of the pocket. They wouldn't let me have it back. And like, I was proper upset. 
Fucking hated fairs. That's rubbish, that, isn't it? Fairs are shit. And they're all lies. I mean, the excitement of going to the fair... No, but the Arts and Diamonds did used to be good. Like, yeah, if, right. if you weren't, you, yeah, you if go you and lose all your fucking money. Well, I saw you lose all your money, so I put mine in my great big pink cock holder. <laughs> <laughs> Can you remember, like... Because obviously we went to different schools. I mean, I mean, I know your school weren't necessarily in the immediate area. But did you ever, like, pick up on that, like, yeah, Willie Ed's a meeting over the fair to fight Torrells? Nah, I, 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 like, all, all that went right over my head. Inter-school fights at the fair was like, that was like the stuff of legend. Like, oh, it's, oh, it's going off tonight. Did it really happen, Never. though? Never. <laughs> Got no recollection whatsoever. There was like, you know, maybe sort of four schools whose names were thrown around. It was all, you know, the, all, all the hard kids in the year were going to go over the fair and have it. And, yeah. like, you know, we was all going to go over there and, like, as, you know, because we was that school. But then the thing is, like, I knew the kids in the other schools as well. And they'd be like, all right. Yeah. Like, it ain't like the OK Corral. I wasn't going to go and belt someone just so they went to another school. But, uh, yeah, there was so much hype about school fights over the fair. It never happened. Mm. Never happened. All right. Did you ever win anything at the fair? Uh, yes, I won a Red Mirror. Uh, and it had Elvis on it. Um, and it was like, can you remember them like sort of mirrors that were, um, I bet you've probably got one in your loft. Like, Yeah, I've got one. I've got one with madness on. There we go. One with the Fonz? I don't think I've got a Fonz one. Pip's got one above his toilet. He's got one of uh, John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. Gels has got that. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's I'm great, really jealous about it. Gels used to have it in the back of his van. Like, Let's have that. He's like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have one of like Elvis that I won. I don't know how I won it or what I won it for. Probably the air rifle thing. I was always all right at like when you used to get like the sort of 10 little metal bars that have stood up and you'd get like five pellets and, yeah. and knock it over. I was all right at that. I would never. I've Didn't never take won... that one apart? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I didn't take it apart. Uh, that's why it was working all right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, as soon as I had kids. I'd win coconuts. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, go to fates and stuff like that, and I'd be like, hey, our kids, kiss it here. Love there's it. Some, there's something that happens, like, just makes you more powerful. I think so. Because you have to protect your kids, like, and suddenly, like... It's a strange way to kind of, like, you know, display that 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 strength, isn't it, by just winning a coconut Yeah, but Yeah, like, but, like, if you were still in the wild, you know, like the early humans, there'd be people running after you, like, trying to eat your kids, and you'd just turn around, throw a rock, and hit them on the head, and that'd be the coconut... It's just that skill developed. Did your aim right. improve, do you think, since you've had kids? Well, clearly up your wife's chuff. <laughs> <laughs> Good shot, Roy. <laughs> oh, music? Yeah. Have we done about half hour on films we ain't even seen? Fucking I know. brilliant. Oh. Right. So. I'm gonna pull up the charts on my laptop here. Have you? Have you? What have you got? Um, I've, I've got the charts from the Christmas week. Yeah, it's, that's what I went the Christmas for. one. Yes, fucking synchronicity. Will you get a spear out, please? Yes, I will. Thanks. Just eat some crisps. There we go. Thank you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Those chairs are really fucking squeaky. Yeah, yeah. Swap it. But this one's com- this one's comfier, but it's also squeakier. Right, here we go. Let's get the charts up. You're gonna edit this out, right? If it takes you that long, I will. Right. I've got the charts in front of me. Christmas number one. Don't you want me about a human league? I never realised it was a Christmas number one. Oh, I knew it was a number one. But I didn't know it was a Christmas number one. Did we speak about this on the last one? About don't you want me? Yeah. I don't know. Like, the trouble is, is we get pissed. So I, I literally have no fucking memory. And I had to edit the last one in a real hurry. So I haven't retained any of the information. It's a belter of a song, isn't it? I was going to say, it's a belter of an episode. <laughs> November 81. <laughs> oh, <mate>. Classic. <laughs> Oh, what a song, Don't You Want Me. It's a good song, Don't You Want yeah. Me, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I can't believe Daddy's Own by Cliff got to number two. Nearly made Christmas number one. Oh, he's, he's, had, he's had his share of fucking Christmas number yeah. ones. But like to have to sink to them fucking depths to get them, like the Lord's fucking prayer and mistletoe and wine, like dog shit, aren't they? Just fuck off. That's going to be fucking Elton and Edge. You know that, don't you? Just some... Fucking so, them pictures you're sharing on the socials, they've actually done something together. Yeah, that, that's not a mock up. No, that's that's what they're, they're Elton and Ed are doing a duet. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it'll all be if by the time this episode comes out, I'm sure people will know what the fucking hell it is. But every day, okay. it's just going to be dog shit like something that's that's fuck, that fucking picture of Elton John. Like, Ed Sheeran stood there by the side of the piano, like in his tracksuit, and Elton John looking like he's just spunking in his pants behind the piano it's just fucking horrible fuck off like if you want that for christmas number one fuck off just fuck off and don't listen to the podcast ever again a lot of you fuck off i'm happy if you want to like that and still (laughs) listen to the podcast just listen to his bits mute me (laughs) we'll put Um, it as two separate halves 
ABBA, number three. Um, one of us is lying, one of us is crying. I think their best one, is it? Nah, but they, they were done by then, weren't they? What come? I don't know what come after then. Took in the timeline. Super Trooper. Uh, was that was about Super Trooper about eighty three or something? Or the, Winner takes it all. Was that was that one of the last ones? Don't know. I don't know. Um, one of the ones that I want to talk about. Uh, I'll find my way home by John Evangelis. Yeah, but you've gone right to number ten, and like I, I wanted to talk about uh, Amp Rap. Go on in. Right, is there a worse worse rap song than Amp Rap? Start a rap. I mean, is that worse than Amp Rap or is Quite it just offensive? Yeah, it's offensive now, but like you know, at the time it came out, it was just a laugh to mock people's afflictions. Yeah, uh, I would still listen to Amp Rap over uh, Start a Rap. Nah, I, I think. Do you know what? I think Amp Rap is worse than Start. Like, you know, I fucking love Adam and the Ants, mm. and I love Adam Ant, but I think Amp Rap is worse than Start a Rap. Because Amp Rap, they're trying. Yeah. Like, and Stutter Rap, they're just having a bit of a, you know, like, it's misjudged. Yeah. Nowadays, in yeah. retrospect, it's misjudged and it is offensive, but they were just having a bit of a laugh at the time. It was seen as a novelty to them, wasn't it? Yeah, they, they were just mucking around. Like Adam Ant's never done anything that's a novelty, has he? He's far too serious about himself, isn't he's he? He's a very serious bloke. But, like, Amp Rap, he's, he's really fucking poor. But they were clearly just fucking jumping on the rap bandwagon because they knew it was happening. It's dog shit. Like, seriously, fucking Adam, just have a look at that. And just, like, just bin it. Just don't do it anymore. Have a fucking word, Adam. All the other stuff, yes. Yes, but that, no. Wipe out the jukebox and do us all a favour. Yeah. That rap's a bag of wank. <laughs> Try another flavour. Right. John and Vangelis, then. Yeah. Nice, isn't it? Do you want to have a little sing of it? Yeah. Go on then. He's got that voice, isn't it? It's, it's, I don't know what it is about that, but there's something very... Um, you made me have a sing on my own. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do, you want, do you want to have a little sing of it? <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's a really... Uh, I can't think how best to sort of... Let's see if I... It's making me sway just hearing it. Let's get these boys. Was it, is it John Anderson, the singer in Yes? Oh, is it? I think so. That. Yeah, I think that's a lovely record. That it's perfect for Christmas. Yeah, that's a that it's quite a Christmassy record. That isn't yeah, it? I would say like Fry Heights, keeping the dream alive. But I don't even think that was released at Christmas. That was a hit in the middle of the fucking year. Christmassy as fuck though. That is. Payne's been at that's number ten and fucking Daddy's home to stay. <laughs> is it number two? Um. Have you ever been that pissed that you've not been able to find your way home? No. No. I've all, I've always found my way home. This, but like sometimes it was walking down lanes for about two hours, and I was so by the time I got home, <laughs> I remember walking out. Oh, where the fucking hell was that? Was it? 
might have been walking to Gray's from a party in Stamford and just walking down all the lanes in, or was it East Tilbury? Like walking down all the lanes from East That's Tilbury. It's a lot of lanes. It's a lot of lanes and it's really fucking dark. But I was just, um, I just thought, oh, it's such a long way home. I'm just going to sing the Madness albums. And I sang the whole of Absolute, like I've done, I think I've done a whole of One Step Beyond, the whole of, whole of Absolutely. Then, like, <laughs> I might have done, I can't fucking remember because I was pissed. But and I started. I definitely started on seven. I don't know if I got as far as rise and fall. But like, I just fucking, I just sang the hope. because it was pitch black. There's no fucking cars or anything. Have a little sing song. Yeah, a little sing song on my own. I know my brother went to the beer festival one year, and I got woke up by my folks just going, "Where's your brother?" I went, "Oh, he was all right last night. He was pissed." But yeah. like, I said, "I left quite early," uh, and they were like, "He ain't come home," and I was like. Oh, and uh, and he come home about an hour after that, just sort of come through the front door looking like shit. So where had he been then? He fell asleep on Dano's roundabout. <laughs> 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 he, he just literally, for some reason, went into the roundabout, which has got some trees and that in this roundabout where you know near where we are. He went all bear grills. Well, I just think he just wanted a little lay down and like, yeah, at a pigeon. <laughs> Yeah. Have um, you always found your way home? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't. I, I remember once, like being over the rookery, and and we all had a bottle of Thunderbirds, which is like a kind of for those that don't know, it's like kind of sort of like a, a it's a faulty wine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fucking horrible, but it was like you kind of go to cheap booze, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that was for a, for a period. That was the one, wasn't it? Yeah. Was Ouzo another one? Uh, I remember having like Ouzo around Antonio's, like when I was really young, like because that's 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 a, you know I think the, the Cypriots like a bit of Ouzo. Oh, I love Ouzo. Mm. I haven't uh, had, I haven't had Ouzo like since the eighties. I don't oh, think. I fucking love a drop of Ouzo. If I ever go, like you know, what is it, Ouzo? What's it taste like? seed. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, look, I guess a bit perno. I had a fucking spuzo on Uzo, and that's why I never had Uzo again. <laughs> <laughs> you know them things that you spewed up and be really fucking ill on? Yeah. And then, like, you know, like, you get a whiff of an aniseed ball, and you're back there, like, yeah. fucking kneeling 100%. over the toilet, retching your guts up. 100%. I had, um, I had one time, I'd, I'd made me way, I think this was after a night of pizzazz, and... um. I'd, I'd wandered, you know, wandered, wandered home, like pissed, pissed out me fucking head, and was woken up the following morning by my mum because I was asleep, curled up round the toilet in a pile of spew. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, my mum and dad coming in my room uh, and going. And it was, I'm sure it was after the beer festival one year because that was dangerous. You'd, you'd go there and it'd be like loads of like really nice beers. But when you're 18, you'd go straight in there. And of the 40 really lovely beers, you'd go like, well, what's the most strongest? And there'd be something called like Cripple Cock, Cripple Dick. Yeah. And that was like 10%. I have a pint of that. And you just get as fucked up as you could. Uh, and anyway, I remember like my folks come in my room about 6 o'clock in the morning and just went, have you been sick all over the landing? And I was like, no. And I was like, must have been Billy. And like... <laughs> And then I've just seen him like burst into Billy's room and like, and my mum just go, have you been sick all over the landing? And he went, nah, I think it was the dog. 
<laughs> and the dog had died about four days previous and was like, was literally fucking destroyed my mum. And I remember just thinking, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> and she fucking let him have it. And then I remember just sort of like leaning up over my bed and like looking at the cracking as well. Like me brother in his pants, proper rough, just clearing his spew up off the landing and just going like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Um, number nine. Mirror, mirror, mirror. Dollar. Yeah, you don't like dollar, do you? No, not really. I don't mind mirror, mirror. Yeah. Mind a mirror. Like, uh, they liked a bit of a mood, didn't they? Because they did Ola mood, didn't they, as well, didn't they? They did. They did. Um, do you like Mirror Mirror? Yeah, it's all right, yeah. Was that a Trevor Horn one? I think it was. He was a busy boy, Trevor Horn, wasn't he, in the early 80s? Mm. David Van Day was a busy boy as well, wasn't he? Mm. Like, I reckon he was quite successful with the ladies, David Van Day. Oh, yes. Um, then had a very successful burger van. He's uh, a, is he... Is it, He's a is he councillor now? He's run for local council in our hometown, hasn't he? I've seen him a few times, just like in Lakeside in shops. I'm like, it's David Van Day. What's he look like? Has he has he still got the highlights and that? Yeah, he just looks like like he's still trying to be David Van Day. Give it up, like, mate. You ain't David Van Day anymore. Fucking just give it up. It's getting like, embarrassing. Looks like he's had his third audition for Bucks Fizz, and they're like, mate, fuck off. Like, he, he was in Bucks Fizz, though, wasn't he, for ages? I've, do you know what? I've watched him in a few things, like reality things. He doesn't seem very nice. I think he's a cunt. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah. I what mean, kind of cunt is he? I think... Like a washed-up cunt. What, that still thinks he's yeah. got... Like, people should be paying attention to what he's got to say. Yeah. I think a bit of that. I have to say, I, you know... Cruel as it is, I do think Burger Van Day is one of the great nicknames. <laughs> so good. <laughs> but own it. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, get a t-shirt of it on. Exactly. Fucking hell. Uh, what else we got in the uh, in the charts? Um, <clears throat> I've got um, I've got Rod Stewart's Young Turks at eleven. Do you know what though? Listen to the end of it where he's ad libbing. It's shit. Like he's had, you know, like he's trying to do, you know, like riff and ad lib, like soul singers do, right? And he's just repeating the words over and over again, like a drunk bloke. It's just fuck it. It's a bit of an embarrassment. I thought last time I heard it. I don't know the end of it. I just remember thinking it's tonight, was... tonight, 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 like that. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't as good as you remember it. Trust me. Unless I'm just fucking ruining it for you. I was on a stag do, um, uh, in Berlin, and. Uh, and we was just very, very drunk, and we walked into this bar, and there was a, a, a an English guy that was living in Berlin that I think maybe had a, 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 a I don't know, he liked to drink. Yeah. And he had, like, a little kind of cassette player and a flat cap, and he introduced himself to me as Irish Chris, uh, and then went, do you like Rod Stewart? And I was like... He's all right. He went, I love Rod Stewart. Uh, and so we was all just in this pub and he just pressed play on his cassette recorder and started playing like Maggie May and stuff and was having a little dance. So we were all just quite enjoying it and having a dance with him. Yeah. And then it was like a... He sounds like that bloke on the Inbetweeners film. Uh, it's exactly what he was like. 
exactly like that. And as we left, it was like a kind of one of them like uh, rotating doors, circular doors, what they're called. Uh, revolving doors. Revolving yeah. doors, that's the word, bloody hell. Uh, and as we all sort of got in there, he got in with us and press playing Young Turks come on. And there was me and Carwood <laughs> and like <laughs> and all our mates having a proper dance in this revolving door to Young Turks. So my lasting memory yeah. of that is having a proper sing song with Irish Chris. Uh who, uh, who, who follows me on Facebook? Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Big shout out, Irish Chris, if you're listening. Go. Big up, Irish Chris, if you're still alive. No, do you know, he's, he's all right, young turks. The fucking the verse and the chorus are all right. It's just that him bitch just fucking miles it a little What's bit. What's your favourite rod? Um, that would have to be Maggie May, probably. It's sort of a bit peerless, isn't it, Maggie May? Yeah. I'd, 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 I mean, I, I spoke about it previously. I'm not going to fucking say again, but I met Rod Stewart and I found it would be all right. But... I was shooting a video for the uh, the new Boris Johnson song the other day, and one of the girls that was there in the crowd was telling me about when she met Rod Stewart, uh, and he was a cunt. Come on, Rod. Yeah, she just asked for an autograph, said, like, you know, can I just get an autograph? It's for me mum, and her mum had a Scottish name, so she thought she was nailed on to get an autograph for That's her mum. that, didn't he? Yeah, but he just, he just went, like, no, fuck off, and just walked off. Let yourself down, Rod. Let the whole side... Do you know what? I'm glad they fucking... I hope someone breaks into your house and smashes up all your little trains, you cunt. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> the Okie Cokey. Oh, by, by the, the snowmen. Yeah. It's just a bit of a laugh. Don't get all angry about it. I ain't. I ain't getting all angry. All right. It's just fucking... Some of your mannerisms as you fucking announced it, like sneering about it. It was the precursor... To the mosh pit, the Okie Cokey, wasn't it? Very much so, yeah. Invented the modern mosh pit. Did you ever get a little bit scared of the Okie Cokey? Um, do you know what? Yeah, yeah. Like, but I've been, It's weird you fucking saying that, because I've not ever thought about that. Mm. But we used to have these family parties with all my dad's aunts and uncles, and um, like there was a lot of people in my dad's family. Like, my nan had um, 12 brothers and sisters, so there was a lot of fucking, there was a lot of blokes and they all had big black eyebrows. They all looked the, like, they all looked the same because they was like from uh, from uh, gypsy blood, like my nan's family. And uh, the, when the Oaky Coke happened, obviously everyone's had a fucking skinfall. So there's all these great big blokes hurtling towards each other and you're in the middle of them. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. It yeah. like, Jesus. That, that's for the blokes, but for the kids, it's like, ah, yeah. the Okie Coke. Yeah. yeah. You'd just get swept swept along with it, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, terrifying. Absolutely fucking terrifying. Um, yeah. And like, I think most kind of party games back then, bumps. Did you ever get the bumps? Yeah, it was, it was horrific. But that was like, that was at school. I remember like, your birthday at school, was a fucking harrowing experience. Absolutely. I was quite lucky because my birthday was at the start of September. So sometimes um, school wouldn't quite have started and you'd get your birthday in the summer yeah. holidays. But other times, like if your birthday's at school, oh, there was right. a thing like there was the bumps for starters. And then another thing was you'd get what was called uh, a Buddha, but uh, probably most commonly known as a wedgie, right. where your pants would get pulled up so far up your arsehole until something snapped or you cried. 
What a finale. That's a shit couple of options, isn't it? Oh, that's really fucking... It's your birthday. Look, why don't everyone just sing you a song and fucking pat you on the back? Keep going till he's friendly them snacks. <laughs> it's all right, he's crying. Stop. <laughs> but I remember, like... Even like when we was at Raquel's, I think it was Dean Good's birthday. Yeah. I was like, I just give him the bumps. And I just remember like Nick just going, I kick him as well. And like when he come down, I'm just kick Pull him. his pants down. No, pull him up. It's all right, he's crying, stop. I remember kids kids would cut their pants like with scissors. Just so there was like a little fucking bit of elastic left, so that when when they got fucking buddered, their, their pants. Yeah, seriously, they'd like they'd cut up the side of their pants just so you didn't. Well, the, the the other alternative is just fucking have your nuts pulled up inside your body or cry in front of everyone in school. Just cut your fucking pants. It's the easiest way out. Oh, happy days, happy yeah. days. Good school, wasn't it? Sunday, Monday, happy days. Um, one more that I want to talk about. I don't know if you've got any, but um. Uh, your um, your your uh, your friends uh, call them the gang. Oh, I saw I saw their their uh, at number twenty six would get down on it. Get None down of them on it. Suck my helmet, right. nice and greasy, slips in easy. I've got that written down <laughs> on my notes. Like, who wrote that? No, but but like, who... easy dining out on that to this day. Who wrote any of those things that you fucking heard in the playground, like? I was walking down the street when it fell onto my feet. Yep. Diarrhea. Hitler has only got one ball. Yeah. The other's in the Albert Hall. But that was that was a wartime song, wasn't was it? That one. Oh, well, I'd imagine so. Just yeah. to like to demean the demean the opposition. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that, that figures. But I remember like I can't hear get down on it and not suck sink, my helmet. Suck my helmet. Yeah. And I just think someone wrote that, and that that's like you're being that bloke at the football match that starts a new song that everyone starts singing. Yeah. Like. You're never going to get a royalty for that, are you? No. But like you, you know, you have made a dent in society. You're you're right because it's it's, it's in the psyche. I'd be interested to hear if anyone's if anyone's listening uh, up north or whatever. Was that a thing in the playgrounds up north? Did you did you know to get down on it, suck my helmet version, or was it just round here? What were the other ones? If if we can trace if we can trace it back as far as we can to whoever, you know, where. Let us know where you got it from. Like maybe someone knows the bloke that made it up. I reckon this, be... this could become like an investigative podcast where we just trace the origins of who, who made it up and make sure he gets all the royalties. We'll put him in touch with the PRS. Imagine that. Fucking, they're calling the gang, getting his state. If they're not fucking upset enough with you, <laughs> they've got some geezers claiming to have wrote suck my own <laughs> <laughs> But maybe, maybe Cole heard someone singing that and fucking wrote his version from it. You just, never know. He cleaned it up, mm. got it in the charts. There you go. That well was done. one of them songs I'd get down on it. Did, did you used to play that at mobile discos? Yeah, of course. Get out, get out of jail, that one. That was, yeah, that was one of them ones. That, that was at 26 and Less Groove Tonight. Let's move tonight. That's one of them ones. That was a fucking staple of mobile discos. Celebrate good times, come on. Yeah, I never felt like celebrating good times when I was playing Celebrate no, Good Times. I was just like, is it home time? Yeah. That's what I want. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. To celebrate. Watch my clock tonight. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Just want to go home. I'll, t- I'll tell you what one I wanted to spell. <laughs> I just want to go home. Uh, I am... I, um, that's the thing. DJing is one of those glamorous careers, isn't it? That people think is really glamorous, but like a lot of the time, like DJs are just looking at their watch and they want to go home. Well, we spoke it? about Zens on here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. When I literally said, "I think I now understand," bored to tears because I thought I'm going to cry. <laughs> I want to go home. But I can't just go home. I'm going to cry. That was shit. That wasn't it. Rubbish. Absolute rubbish. Go on, what are you going to say? Um, I, I did want to. Um, I did want to just speak very quickly about um, at number thirty-three. There was brown sauce. I want to be a winner. See, I don't know that, but I saw that. Yeah. Do you know who brown sauce consisted of? No. Cheggers, Edmonds, Philbin. <whistles> yeah. Dream team. It's the super group at their time. Tell me more about it. They had this song. It was written by B.A. Robertson. Spoke about him last time, didn't we? Yeah. They, they, um, did we? Yeah, about the fact that, like, I don't really know any, Bang Bang was one of his, wasn't Yeah. It? And that was about it, but he seemed to be in the charts all the time. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He has popped up a lot. But yeah, he wrote Brown Sources, I Want to Be a Winner. Yeah, so it's Cheggers, Edmonds and Philbin. They, in the video, I think they were all playing, pretending to play the instruments, but no one actually played the instruments on the record. And it, it was just, yeah. That was it, and it was a hit single, and then they did a follow-up, and it flopped. Edmonds looks a right cunt in the video. Has Edmonds ever done anything good? Yeah, didn't he get scammed out of some money? (laughs) 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 I am... Oh, why is he such a... Why is Noel Edmonds such a cunt? Answers on a postcard to BBC TV Centre. Why is he such a cunt? Is it his beard? I think it's... That don't help. I mean, I know he's no old tidy beard, but... He hasn't evolved, has he, Edmonds? Is that that the problem? I remember when I used to watch Swap Shop, I thought he was great. And then, like, I remember, like, getting up on Christmas Day and then, like, watching him go around hospitals, like, just giving, like, presents to kids and thinking, oh, nice one, Noel. But, like... Yeah, do you know what? That is nice, isn't it? When did he become a cunt? Mr. Blobby. (laughs) 
That's the worst ass party ever. Did he make up Mr. Blobby? I hope not. Right. No, Mr. Blobby used to have loads of little slick lipsies all over him for no to fuck. Just like loads of little rubber fannies. <laughs> Noel used to put his knobby in them like when they were backstage. Nobby, nobby, nobby. Imagine being the person in there, though, just getting bukkake by Noel backstage oh, at the beach. Jesus. It's fucking grim old job, isn't it? Oh. Ed Monk. Coming <laughs> <laughs> in Ed Monk. Oh dear, oh dear. Um, I did want to talk about one more record before, before, we, we, move, before we move on. Right, Chaz and Dave's Stars Over 45. Right, do you remember that? Yeah. Right. I I watched it again today. Uh, how many of the five old songs in it can you remember? I reckon. Because it's like, it's, it's a medley, isn't it, of old old sort of musical style songs to bring back the songs. It was a takeoff of Stars on 45 and they did it to, you know, uh, do a medley of old sort of musical style songs. Knees up, Mother Brown? Mm-mm. I'd, I'd have said that as well. Uh, it's really hard to think of like old kind of songs like that and not think of Chaz and Dave's songs no because their songs were written in exactly that fucking yeah. style with that same fucking um, uh, 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 go on right when I'm cleaning windows of course any old iron of course right uh, I'm not going to tell you the one in the middle I'm going to make you get that laughing policeman yep and oh my what a rotten song was the one it finished up on, and then what they sort of song. right. The one in the middle is synonymous with Chaz and Dave's probably most famous song, and they they mixed it in about his wife keeping on. Rabbit. Yeah. Rabbits in the middle. Yeah, but it's a rabbit bass song. Uh, mm. No, go on. Mm, 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 mm. Mm-mm. Rum rabbit rum yeah. of course, yeah. But one of them was singing rum rabbit rum rabbit rabbit and putting their own rabbit rabbit into it. That's a fucking stroke of genius though, isn't it? Yeah. I I think someone should do it again. I I think this all is just paving the way for our eighties medley that we're gonna do next summer. Alright. That's gonna finish your career with all the other podcasts. That's all right, be a laugh, isn't it? Yeah, as long as it's a laugh. Uh Telly? No, because we recorded off the beaten track earlier on. I haven't done any research for Telly. That's all right. I've got the... Um, you got the Christmas Day schedules? Yeah. So Christmas Day... Anything good on now? No. It's just going to be you uh, saying things are boring and cunting them off. Pretty much. Um, right. BBC One, Christmas Day. What we got? So you're waking up super early at six o'clock, just going to say, put a telly on. Oh, don't bother. Nothing, nothing's on till 8.40. <laughs> Fucking rubbish. Uh, 8.40 star over Bethlehem. Um, oh, fucking hell. That's not what you want when you're a kid, is it? It's a concert. It's like, oh, come on. Where's Roland Rat when you need him? Yeah, Danger Mouse. Um, Anything. BBC Two didn't start till 11am. Like, who's having a lay-in on Christmas Day? Like... You should be like smashing it out of the box with, with telly. Play school, kick things off at 11. That's no, not great, is it? No, it's really not. Uh, so the presenters were? Uh, Carol Leader uh, and Ben Thomas. 
Can't remember either of them. Neither of them. I only remember Floella Benjamin. Brian Camp. Brian Camp. That's it. Yeah, that is it. Uh, 9.48 on BBC One, The Flumps. Um, And then 9.55, Roll for Christmas. (laughs) Um, What's funny? He's a nonce now. Rolf with guests Keith Harris uh, and 200 children from Overly Middle School uh, bring you a selection of Christmas songs. Rolf and 200 young guests bring you a selection of Christmas songs from the historic city of Chester. From the historic sex crimes in Chester. (laughs) (laughs) Then it's uh, Christmas morning service uh, with uh, the Duke of Edinburgh and members of the royal family. Fucking rubbish. Really, really boring. Like, what? I don't understand why you'd want to see royal, the royal family at Christmas. Just fuck off. <laughs> totally agree. Uh, then after that, the Donald Duck story. The inside story of the meteoric career of the world's most uh, bumptious bird showing how the devious darned duck got his start in life. Uh, then Tom Thumb starring Peter Sellers. Uh, uh, then the Pops, obviously. Uh, Top of the Pops, hosted by Peter Powell and Dave Lee Travis. Not a nonce. Not a nonce. Cleared. No, I don't think he was. He wasn't accused of being a nonce, was he, Travis? I think he just titted up a newsreader or something, said sorry at the end of his gate. So we've got to just, you know, he said sorry. So we've got to move on. That's what Boris Johnson would say. He's done it, but he said sorry. So I think we should all just move on. Three o'clock. Generation. I don't see him much nowadays, do you, Dave Lee Travis? Larry Grayson's Generation Game. Join Larry and Isla St. Clair for Christmas with a surprise. I used to love a bit of Generation Game. I weren't a big fan of Brucey, <laughs> but I loved a bit of Larry Grayson. Yeah, I like Larry Grayson. He was ahead yeah. of his time in a lot of ways, Larry Grayson. Was that? But it's the, the clothing he wore. He just wore a nice grey suit. Yeah. Ahead of his time, that was more of a kind of mid eighties thing. Okay. Hmm. Five forty five. Dear Jim, please may I have a new set of angel wings? Dear Jim, can I go to Disneyland, spend my hundred and fifth birthday by the sea, Jim? Jim, could I work for Father Christmas? In this edition, Jimmy makes these and other dreams come true. Talking about angel wings, Jimmy will get his brown wings. 6.35, Paul Daniels' Magical Christmas. Can't we dwell on Jimmy Savile a while longer? Last of the summer it's wine. It's Christmas! Let me dwell on Jimmy Savile, you fucking miserable cunt. <laughs> <laughs> he was the wrong one, wasn't he? But the, do you know what? Like, I've, I've been looking at, you know... I know he was. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm not saying he was yeah. a wrong one, ironically. He, he was a fucking wrong one, but... Like, looking back at them pictures of him and Rolf now, they, like, I'm not being funny, right? Fucking Savile, right? Harris, just look at them now in the 70s. They looked wrong, and they were wrong, right? And I I maintain, Jackson, look at him. He looks wrong, and he was wrong. But you still hear his records all over the radio all the time. I don't understand... I don't, but it's because he's a multi-million pound business, isn't he? Like, Savile and Harris were finished by the time they, they got fucking debunked. But it's because Jackson's, like, owned by the major fucking record companies and, like, he's, he's, he's part of the system. That's why they can't fucking admit what he's done. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, still, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. And I mean, you know, I don't know. If you're going to judge people on how they look, I don't know. I think, you know. No, I'm... I'm I think you've got a very interesting look. Uh, a a, a glow <laughs> boiler suit uh, with a fake prosthetic penis that you pull out and masturbate. You know, everyone's got their own thing, haven't they? Do you know what I mean? There's no smoke about fire. I get what you're saying, mate. Well, you look like Down Syndrome Robbie Williams, who say you're not pulling <laughs> boys' bums apart. <laughs> and thanks for tuning in to this last episode of Acceptable in the 80s. <laughs> then it's the two Ronnies, then it's Dallas, then you can go to bed. That's a bit, uh, it's a bit waft, isn't it? ITV, I think. Let me pull up ITV. Uh, have you seen... Uh, I want to take you back to Peter Sellers' as Tom Farmer. Have you seen that or no, not? No, is he good? No, probably. I don't know. I've not seen it. You've refused Chris too close. I'll just need to fucking move my weight. Stop me eating them. Right, I'm going to pull up. Right, Christmas Day ITV. Again, 9am. Wurzel's Christmas special. The Wurzels? No, or Wurzel, Wurzel Gummidge? I, I imagine Gummidge, yeah. Did you like Wurzel Gummidge? I think I liked the idea of it more than actually watching it. You found and it a bit frightening. When he used to go into that thing where there's different heads, I didn't like that. And yeah. I didn't like like kind of big papa Wurzel, like the one who was in charge of him. Oh, that creepy old cat weasel bloke. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like cat weasel either. <laughs> was that uh, the same actor? No. No, because uh, uh, Wurzel Gummidge was... Uh, Pertwee, wasn't it? No, I mean the creepy old cat weasel bloke. Oh, right, maybe. Do you know what? You might be right. I don't know if I am or just thought they looked alike when I was a kid. I reckon you might be right now. But, yeah, like, I would not want to be having a look on fucking cat weasels. I'll drive. (laughs) (laughs) Scat weasel. (laughs) That's a good handle, isn't it? I wonder if anyone's got that. Probably not. Uh, She's like... Christmas family worship. We six kings, then. Like, it's just all bloody church. I suppose it's because it's God's birthday, isn't it? Is it? Just want to open me fucking presents and have a fucking selection box. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm only watching the baby Jesus. Uh, He's had his time. Why can't he all just, just let us enjoy ours now? Then it's a wedding in the family. An unusual view of this year's royal wedding. Bore off. Then three o'clock, the Queen. 3.15, Doctor No. I don't like James Bond films. Right, I've been thinking about this. Go on. And I've worked out why you don't like James Bond. Right, why? Right. James Bond. (laughs) Fast cars. Yep. Gadgets. Yep. Girls. Yep. You drive like a 70-year-old woman. Yep. You can't work gadgets, you yep. just fuck them up and then you try and put them together and there's two screws left. True. And you see a girl in a bikini and you just go off in your pants. That's why you'll never be Bond. That's why Lee will always be Bond. 5.15. He drives like a cunt. He's got all the gadgets. He'll and he don't go off every time he sees a bird. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. Brett Eklund fucking got anywhere near me. Oh, I'm, 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 I've just gone off you mentioning her name. <laughs> I thought about the bomb door bit in the wicker man and I'm fucking gone. Sorry, got any tissue. That, that was stunt flaps. That weren't even her flaps, was oh, no. it? Stunt flaps. I read it on Wikipedia. <laughs> That's a handle, stunt flaps. Stunt flaps. 
Well, I'll be scat- DJ Scatweasel and MC Stump Flaps. <laughs> oh, dear. This Is Your Life. I used to love that. I like This Is Your Life. Have you seen the Madness one? What, Suggs? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, do you know what? I watched it last YouTube. year. I'll, yeah, I watched it last year or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I used to love a bit of This Is Your Life. I liked Hamill Andrews. I'm yeah. not so bothered about uh, Aspel. But yeah, old yeah. school, like a little bit of Eamon, just yeah. sort of turning up in a factory with like a little moustache and a little like weird hat on. Yeah. Then just pulling out the red book. Oh, yeah. Why? The, well, I mean, what's wrong with the format of that show? Why is that still not on telly? I think it's called Who Do You Think You Are Now? And rather than yeah. having loads of celebrities on, you just find out about their boring fucking ancestors. It's rubbish, that show. Oh, do you know what? I just don't get it. Like, I know loads of people that love that. And it's like, oh, right, so your great-uncle that I have no idea worked in a factory once. Oh, fucking brilliant. But but the thing is, he's like, you know, you had, you had fucking two grandparents, you know, two granddads. You had four fucking great-granddads. You had eight great-great-granddads. So it's odds on everyone's going to have someone fucking interesting, apart from Parkinson, apparently. Right. Like, you know, if you go back in anyone's family, you'll find someone that's fucking related to them because there's 40,000 fucking people in your ancestors. It's a big fucking TV scam. Fuck off. The Danny Dyer one was quite good, though. Didn't watch Just it. Just because it's Danny Dyer. Yeah. Was I good. that was quite good. Yeah, watch it. It's good. Uh, Muppet movie. Game for a laugh. It'll be all right on the night. That's all right, innit? Yeah. Muppet movie. Yeah. Game for a laugh. Yeah. It'll be all right It'll on the night. It'll be all right on the night. Yeah. I'm all right with that. And then Rising Damp. Good night. But, oh, fuck. That's a, that's a good thought to finish off on. Yeah. Yeah. Do you Perfect. like a bit of Rising Damp? I do, yeah. Hmm. I like Leon Rossi, he's a bit of a dupe, wasn't he? Yeah. Bit of a cunt, though, apparently, as well, wasn't he? Why are you going to spoil everything? No, I'm just saying, like, he's meant to have been like a real fucking stickler. A I, bit bet, of... I bet old Richard Rossi's face was lovely. Was it Dinsdale? No. Beckinsdale. Well, Beckinsdale. Yeah. Beckinsdale. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like a nice bloke. And um, Don Warrington. Yeah. Yeah. I but... saw Don Warrington in a, in a play a few oh, years really? back. Yeah. Oh, and Rigsby was a bit of a minge. No, Rigsby weren't in it. No, no, not in the play, but it's in, you know, in general. He was bent to be a bit, bit of a minge in real life, yeah, just like a difficult bloke to work with, but I think he was one of these fucking perfectionists, and you have to say, like, his performances in Rising Down, whatever whatever they fucking did, the chemistry work, he, he's fucking brilliant in that. Perfect. I think he's maybe even better than John Cleese in Forty Towers. I don't think, the, I don't think the, the scripts are quite as good as Forty Towers, but I think uh, Rossett has... As good as Rigsby, as Basil is as faulty. I was having me uh, me dinner the other night, and the one show was on, uh, and John Cleese was on there. He looked really old, and he had he had like a wolf t-shirt. I know him like like wolf fleeces that like yeah, you know you see on Grey's Market. He had like a little the wolf castle t- wears. Yeah, he had a wolf t-shirt on, and I was like, is he doing that for a laugh, or is he just like is he still John Cleese and just being a bit of a laugh? Mm. But does Gerald do it for a laugh? No one knows. No one knows. He's like, he is old though, John Cleese. Like anyone from the eighties now is sixty, so he was he was around in the sixties, so he's got to be fucking knocking eighty, and he. I suppose so. When you did you ever play games at Christmas? Um, yeah. What? Um. Like whatever ball game we got, like hungry hippos and fucking hungry hippos, best game ever. Aggressive, like eighties games were all aggressive. 
I've realised this, right? Crossfire, really aggressive, <laughs> right? Um, peanuts. What's, but what? Like the hand thing? Yeah. Yeah. Slapsies. <laughs> Slapsies. Conkers. Knuckles. Arm wrestling. Chinese burns. It was all aggressive. They are, they are aggressive. Yeah. Like, I just think, like, butt up. Like, it's all just really aggressive. Nowadays, Jenga. Yeah, you're right. Is it any better, though? Is that why we're all so angry? Conkers. Grew up with angry games. Maybe. Did you ever try anything with your Conkers to make them you yeah. know, more proficient? I have one in my dad's toolbox that I left for about a year, and it went like really small and rock hard. Yeah. And like, and he, he had like a little... Um, hand drill thing yeah. and he drilled a hole through it and I put this I remember putting a brand shoelace through it and taking it into school and thinking this is a fucking beast yeah and like, I never put them in vinegar because obviously I've got an issue with vinegar uh, and like but I remember like taking this in and then like the first person who just hit it with a conker just smashed it and I was like oh, oh really fucking hell did you ever varnish it that was no. another thing did you? Like, soak it in vinegar varnish it no I soaked I, I did fucking soak them in vinegar but I, I think it's just all bollocks Mm. See where I live, like all the way down the street, is like conquer trees, and like, and I, I take the dog for a walk, and like, and I see like the old cheese graters and that, and I yeah. just think, God, look at that, that's a fucking. I sometimes stick a couple in my pocket, just like, oh, that's a good one, that. Why? Just because it's fucking out of out of force of habit, you know, like. Oh. But there's conkers everywhere now. Like yeah. in the old days, you wouldn't see one fucking conker on the no, floor because no, every everyone would be out yeah. fucking getting their conkers for the for the championships at school. But now, but I remember going like me and Kellers would go over the cemetery opposite his house, and like and it sounds really bad, but like we'd just be launching sticks at these trees to knock these conkers down all over gravestones. Yeah, and like and I remember like going over like a carrier bag full of conkers. Yeah, and then like probably never even taking one into school. Oh, I, I always took some into school, but you definitely have more than you needed. Yeah. Because you just pick all the best ones. Yeah. I remember being over uh, being over the cemetery, and uh, my old man went over to my mum and dad. And uh, my old man, like, because he, he, he was a strong, my old man, and he could throw, and he threw this fucking great big uh, log up into a tree, and all these conkers come down, but the log got caught in there, and then the log come down. Like It looked like it got caught, and then it come down and hit him right on the head and cut all his head. <laughs> and then we went home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, William. William. Um, speaking of the Queen's... Cunt. Well, yeah. And games... When I see the Queen's speech um, and the other thing about the Duke of Edinburgh at church, old people like all that, though, don't they? Well, the Queen at Christmas and all fucking... That, yeah. Oh, I mean, my, my, my nan, I've still got, like, my nan's Queen plates and stuff up in up in my shed, you know, because, mm. like, what are you going to fucking do? I feel, I feel like my, my nan loved the Queen, and I feel sad, like, that fucking people spent their life loving the Queen when, like, Queen don't give a shit. You know, she don't fucking give a shit about anyone. Because she's the fucking give queen. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like you know, yeah. My nan had. Oh, I've got. A, I've got a plate of the queen. A plate. A plate of the queen mum. Even a plate from fucking Charles and Di's wedding. My nan even had a plate of Charles and Camilla. All the fucking plates. She'd never eat off them though. It's too much respect. 
can you remember when we used to play that game where we'd just sort of sit on a bench near some elderly people? Yeah. And me and you would have a conversation that would just basically be us saying the Queen Mum's a cunt. Oh, the Queen Mum's a right cunt. Why is the Queen Mum such a cunt? Do you do it like, I, I think, was that in Graves or Basildon? But um, I remember like an old bloke like who had medals and that, like just wanting to knock my block, block off and just grabbing me and going, the Queen Mum's got more going for her in her little finger than you've got in your old body. And he's going, all right, mate, I was only saying. <laughs> They muck it about. Yeah. Just want a reaction. They, they, <laughs> they love the Queen, don't they, old people? I, I mean, I, I'm sure at some point, like, all the old people will die off. Marks and Spencers will shut down. And then no one will give a flying fuck about the royal family anymore. Worthers go out of business. Yeah, Worthers will go out of business, apart from for pedos. And <laughs> 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 Yep. Pedo's originals. <laughs> Worthers, if you're listening, we're after another sponsor. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I do think, do you think that, but then, oh, I don't know, you, you still get like, I still see a lot of gammon on the old socials, you know, they, they love it. Oh, it, it is, it is, but... Uh, I don't know. I just, I just fucking despair. Like, why do you, why do you love the royal family? They're just a bunch of fucking parasites. Like, they don't fucking do anything. This idea they work really hard. They'll just sit around on their fucking ass watching Netflix and that, complaining about any documentaries that are made about them. Occasionally, go and fucking get a jolly to Fiji, do a little fucking dance for the cameras, and and then go home, drink champagne, shoot fucking birds, and. And just laugh about all us fucking paying taxes and them fucking stuffing it down their Jap's eyes. <laughs> the news. An opinion poll shows that um, Margaret Thatcher is now the most unpopular post war British Prime Minister. What, in 1981? Mm. Not anymore, not this year, she's not. Not in 2021, no, she's not. Not in December. Uh, well, she fucking turned it round, didn't she? You ever been popular? Do you know what I have? I have felt popular a couple of times, like at the festival gigs. Right, but but you wrote a song though, didn't you? Called Popular. Yeah, yeah, but it was sort of ironic, like. Yeah. I'm P-O-P-U-L-A-R, I'm popular, I'm popular. I put that in my Shannon Matthews musical. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah, Karen sings it, because like, it's a delusional fucking song yeah. about feeling you're popular when you're actually yeah. not. But yeah. So was you delusional or was you actually popular? No, I just thought it'd be funny. Cause no, I'm... when you was at, at these festivals. I I'll... mean, I, no, it's not, I've been at a festival with you and you are popular. No, you, you, you sort of... But it's a bit of a false economy because... Like everyone's in the festival mood. Like you're not really fucking popular, but you're just popular for that that short period of time. And it does feel it feels fucking great mm. feeling like you're popular. Yeah. But then when you get back to your normal gigs and there's like 45 people on a little town in the outskirts of Leicester, you know, and and sort of half of them ain't even bothered that you're fucking there. Like yeah. that's the real world. But the festival gigs were fucking great when they happened. Yeah, that that when when I went to Donington with you, that was unreal. Yeah, it did, it felt popular then, didn't it? Yeah, definitely popular. Yeah, definitely popular. Have you ever felt popular? No. Oh, shut up! Like you're always getting people. Shut up! 
<laughs> Back off, Cody, shut up. Well, it's a podcast about the 80s. <laughs> Just making out it's an episode of mine to shut up. Like. <laughs> Silly boy lemon. <laughs> No, I've never, like, just thought, oh, I'm popular. No, but, like, on social media and that, you're popular, aren't you? No. Yeah. No, when, you get, when you get all the likes and that. Yeah, but that's, like, if you... No, you, you can't start I've judging. seen your face when a like comes through, like, and you just get a little warm glow about you. Like, it breaks my heart a little bit. You cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the full Cortina enjoys its 10th year as Britain's best-selling car since 1967, whilst the new front-wheel drive Ford Escort is close behind. What cars did you have growing up, like you folks? Um, Mild man had a Cortina. Uh, do you know what? That's that my favourite car ever is a Mark III Cortina. My uncle had one. My dad had a silver one with a black roof. Oh, really? They're fucking lovely, them Mark III Cortines. I'd fucking love one of them. But, like, you know, I can't, I couldn't be arsed with all the fucking upkeep and stuff. Like, I do love them. We had, we had a, what did we have? Like, fucking, we had, like, old, old bangers, like a, a Vauxhall Viva and a Austin Allegro. We had, a, we had an orange Allegro. Oh, did you? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I we feel had a princess. Like, Remember Princess? Yeah, I do. I, I do, yeah. So ugly. It was beige as well. Who made Princess? Austin. Austin, yeah, yeah, I think. It was beige, and the number the number plate was spew as well. Oh, really? I remember just thinking, oh, fucking <laughs> terrible car. Well, it was lucky Bowen got the Skoda, and that took all the heat <laughs> off you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so... Just to start to wrap things up. Well, I did, I did just want to talk about Christmas Day a little bit, because oh, cool. we're here. Do you remember, what, what would, would the Millennium Falcon have been your best present ever? 100%. So was that a Christmas present? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think I got... I don't know if I got... No, I didn't get my grifter for Christmas. Um, the fact that I can't really remember any other Christmas presents... Yeah. Um, I, oh, I, oh, do you know what? I've got a Skeletric. I've got a Skeletric oh, called Race and Chase. Yeah. Uh, and there was two Skeletrics out that Christmas that were, like, dominating it. It was, like, um, TCR. Yeah. Like, lots of people had the TCR. But I had Race and Chase, which was, um, like, the, the figure of eight track. But where the track crossed, it had a yellow tilt, tilt bridge. And if you went fast enough, you jumped it and landed back on it. Otherwise, if you went up slow, it would tilt over. And it had this, on the corners, you had a button on your, your, your thing that if you pressed it, it done a three-point turn. And it had little headlights on, on the cars. I'm like, I've still got it. Like, it's in my dad's loft, yeah. And, like, and I remember thinking that was pretty fucking cool. But I weren't really, like, I had a train set and I had a scale electric, like, you know, just through Christmases and birthdays or whatever. But, you know, I'd occasionally get them out. But Star Wars, for me... Like Star Wars toys, I was you know, it, it went on for years. Yeah. And like and I think and at that, yeah. I, I I can't think of a Christmas that that was better. Did you get your action force base for Christmas? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That was my be- that was my best present ever. But looking back, I think I was kinda too old too old to have it. Yeah. But 
I, I remember sort of feeling like this might be the last Christmas that I've got a, you know, got a fucking mm. big toy. And so, like, I whinged and whinged and whinged for it, which I didn't normally do, but, you know, like, hinted and fucking hinted. And then it was like, it was that green said false action false base with a little fucking jail cell oh, that you could so put good. Baron Arm blood in or one of the mutons. And uh, and it come with two figures as well. Like, it's the fucking... It's, it's you the had that set up in your room, didn't you? Yeah. And I remember, like, coming around and sort of seeing that and thinking... Oh. He's too old for that. He's got pubes. <laughs> I remember thinking, like, when you get in from college, I'm so going to play action force. And it was like... It looked so good. And, like... And you used to, you did used to set up a good base with your stuff. I, I, I think when I got when I got to that age, I was too old to fucking play with Star Wars figures but and, we, and action force figures. But I used to set a lot of fucking bases up. I remember I had a bit of um, I had a bit of drain pipe that had, like when my old man was you know like a builder, I had this little fucking length of drain pipe that was about like what six or eight inches high, and I I mashed all my plasticine together into a brown colour. And uh, I got one of my dad's like little fucking saws and cut a cut a door out of it and made it into an Ewok up and made like the plasticine into the into the roof. Yeah, and that was one of my little things in the base. It's fucking sad, isn't it? Oh, I always remember going around and feeling a bit jealous of me little bit of drain pipe with plasticine roof. Yeah, and you could grow a beard. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, do you, is there anything else you want to talk about for Christmas? Um, the the only other the only other thing I had here was. Um, um, I, I saw that on the 24th of December, Christmas Eve, was the first airing ever of the Kenny Everett show. Right. Did you used to enjoy the Kenny Everett Loved show? Loved it. Yeah, me right. too. There's, there's, there's two scenes that I will never forget. Obviously, I loved Gizzard Puke and Sid Snot yeah. and Cupid Stunt and all of that. But there was, um, obviously, the Rod Stewart inflatable arse, yeah. the BGs. I, yeah. I mean... All of that is just stuck in my head, yeah. Right, and think it was the funniest thing ever. But he used to do like this DIY bit, yeah, where he would just generally saw limbs off. And I remember thinking it was the fucking funniest thing ever, yeah. And he'd done one sketch which sticks in my head where he had a hangover. And like, do you remember this? No, nah. and he sort of just sort of comes into the kitchen all hung over, and like, and everything he does. Like, if he undoes, like, a, a door, it's like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> and, like, everything's just, like, massively magnified. And I remember just thinking, it was fucking brilliant. And, like, yeah, he was just proper funny. Yeah, he was just silly and fucking bonkers, wasn't yeah. he? Like, I don't remember him on the radio, like, on Capitol. I know that he nah. was, like, a, a, a legendary fucking, well, I don't know if he's done a breakfast show, but, like... Yeah, I, I think know. he was, like, a pirate radio DJ yeah. when he'd had crossed over. And he just, he was, you know, he was just... You know, I can't imagine how good them shows must have been at that point. I, I just felt like his TV show was like it was at, it was a bit anarchic, wasn't it? Yeah. And like and that and that's what was good about it. it. weren't like anything. It was just silly as silly as fuck. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, and and bizarrely, twelfth uh, of December, nineteen eighty-one, first case of AIDS in the UK is diagnosed. Oh, was it? Yeah. There you go. Sport, very little in December. Uh, so I've only got one thing I want to talk about. Uh, Steve Davis retained uh, the first of his major titles by beating Terry Griffiths. Uh, also in that was Jimmy White, John Virgo, Dennis Taylor, Ray Reardon, Tony Knowles, Tony Mio, 
Rex Williams, Cliff Forburn, Alex Higgins. Well, there you go, like. There's a lot of pubes there. Anyone that likes a laugh and a beer obviously didn't practice quite as much as Steve Davis and Terry Griffiths. Did Jimmy White like a drink? Yeah, I I think he did. I'll check that on Wikipedia tomorrow. Who was the other one that was like... uh, I I believe Higgins was known to have the odd (laughs) tipple. Who was the other one that was like... Oh, Bill Werbenick. No, he was was a pint, wasn't he, fucking Bill Werbenick. (laughs) He was like a fat Chaz from Chaz and Dave and would fucking just sink pints. Who was the handsome one that was like Canadian? Tony Mio. No, not Tony Mio. Um, Tony Knowles. No. Tony Knowles looked like he should have been in Spandau Ballet. Was it? I've got to Google that. Like, uh, Tony Knowles. Oh, Kirk Stevens. Kirk Stevens, yeah. Yeah, he was a looker. Oh, yeah. Oh, he looked like he should have been in like an 80s rock band. He yeah. had that kind of slightly longer hair. Didn't, not, I'm not on a... Maybe Jovi. No. Definitely. No, not definitely. Like, Marillion. I don't know, like maybe Hart or something like that. Uh, do you know what? Kirk Stevens still looks pretty cool. Would you still? Uh, yeah. Pot the pink. Uh, Brown. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, he looks pretty fucking cool. Yeah, he had. Uh, yeah, it, 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 I don't know what band he'd be in now. Looks like a sort of Owen Paul tribute act. Right. Oh, I, I think him and fucking Brian Tilsley from Coronation would be doing a, a black lace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Is he alive, Chris Quintin? Dead. Remember him when we were young in the 80s. Thanks very much for tuning in again. And don't forget, go off to borisjohnson.info and go and download all them versions of Boris Johnson is still a fucking cunt. And let's give Boris Johnson the Christmas present he deserves. Thanks very much. Merry Christmas. <laughs>